This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Night racing is back at Richmond Raceway. This spring, top NASCAR drivers like Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Virginia's own Denny Hamlin will battle under the bright lights. And this historic track also offers a rocking infield experience with unparalleled access to your favorite drivers and one of the best tailgate scenes around. For a weekend of friends, family, and amazing short track action, head to Richmond Raceway, March 29th through 31st. Get tickets now at richmondraceway.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Never rushed and prepared to perfection using only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. And right now, Eric's Family Barbecue is taking pre-orders for the big game on February 13th. Call or come in now to place your order. $100 minimum and pick up Sunday between 11 and 2. Deadline to order is February 10th. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet mesquite repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. This man needs medical attention. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan, Brett Fesley, Big Dick Toledo. This is the morning sickness and ready to go for the Wednesday that you're going to see a a lot of offices will see a sporadic loss of uh, employment today. Bosses will be like, all right, meetings are all before 10 o'clock today, or we're not doing them at all. Everyone has a lunch today. A lot of Zoom's going to go on, and uh, everybody's going to leave the Phoenix Open Pro-Am, where everybody gushes over Larry Fitzgerald, and that's about Good it. Good betting day, though. What's that? You can well, bet the, on the Pro-Am? The caddies walking oh, on the that. green. Yeah, well, they opened that's- up now. That's the big thing the, the Open is dealing with this year. It's the first time you've got live-action phone betting going on on uh, all you know so you got the apps all over like you got your your fan duel out there and all the others <laughs> my and one buddy is like convinced he's like i'm gonna go this route i think i'm gonna i'm gonna quit my job because he was uh doing the golf last week in the pebble beach and you can do it per hole oh you do live betting yeah that's what they're and doing he was like i'm up uh, he goes i'm up after uh today i think i'm gonna do this full time yeah that's the big joke whenever it's, we pop it's, one well you hit yeah. one and that's yeah. it i'm gonna quit the uh Live betting at a golf tournament is nonstop. Like, you can do tons of stuff. They should get the caddy races on 16 because that millions and millions of dollars are exchanged on the 16th hole and have been for years where you bet which caddy puts his foot on the – but then it, the caddy started to – who hits the green close right. to the pin. Well, that's actual golf. The three-layer. That's actual golf. Yeah. Oh, you, you can have triple bets, but the one that's in it is – the caddy that walks on the green first. That's an actual bet? Well, oh, yeah. not on family. I mean, but, yeah, but... Everybody... And then the crowd would start getting crazy, and the caddies picked up on the idea that people are betting on who's first. And then they would, like, take... And, like, they'd lean on the thing, and one guy would just, like, walk around it, and, like, no, come on, come on, Blue, come on! <laughs> and then another guy would step on, and he'd be the winner. But they started to manipulate, not knowing the odds or anything else. I don't know. 
Because it's so easy. Because it got to the sway. point where you heard the crowd cheering like a horse race. Oh yeah, and as they get closer to the green, right. and then they started having fun with it. Then the golfers <laughs> started goofing on it, and it was, it was fun. Oh my god, money was just flying everywhere. That is fun. The Phoenix Open is a blast. Yeah, there's too many people and all that and blah blah blah, but it is a blast, and it's it's a DUI festival is really what it is. I think it's more. Everybody says it brings you know. Um, $800 million into the local economy and all that. And I think it's mostly through DUIs. I don't think there's much money, actually, that comes through the beer sales and all it's that. It's in the budget <laughs> every year I, I, in the city I of Scottsdale. I think that, yeah, Scottsdale <laughs> and the surrounding areas are going to make their, their nut for 2022, mostly on open DUIs. That's all, that's all I'd do if I was a cop. It's easy. You just see the one guy that's got his keys in his hand and kind of keep an eye on him, and then, boom, nail him. DUIs right now. I know what is that? Ten grand a guy, minimum. Yeah, yeah, minimum. yeah. Think about how many DUIs are going out the door there. That is a good, it's a good city plan. And anybody with plates from out of town or an Enterprise Rent a Sticker, your ass is mine. Oh, Brady, trying to get past Lincoln and uh, Phoenix Mountain Preserve Way, which is like Twenty Second Street or maybe Twentieth Street, Twenty Third. All these people are parking all the way. These foreign pricks, and then you go by Camelback at all, and there's a fire truck going in there every five minutes from some Tommy Bahama dropper, and I'm, we got to get these people out of here. This guy emails, and he says, uh, his name's Shane, we need more of this, more of this, not because, well, Brett read it, you know, <laughs> it says, uh, hey, Holmberg, uh, saw some out-of-towners here for the open, Hang on a second. saw some out-of-towners here for the open, asked if they were enjoying our town. And they just gushed on and on about the weather. So I said, have you been to Sedona? And they said, yes. I hear Sedona is beautiful. I responded by saying, Sedona, my face. (laughs) Now, that's a terrible joke. It's not even funny. It doesn't make sense. More of that, please. Make people think we're all insane. People are weird. That is as good as taking a sh** on the street, if you ask me. That's treating it like Tucson. That's something someone from Tucson would do. That's a Tucson joke, the caliber of... You know, live 101, five. That is a terrible joke, Shane. Terrible. Sedona, my face. Ah, got him. And then he leaves. That's a Guy Fieri of humor. We need more of that. We need more Brady dad jokes. We need more terrible endings to uh, to the these stories that you email yes. over and how you nailed this person. But we do want these foreigners to feel uncomfortable. Just and end that it like it. that no matter what you're talking about. Sedona, yeah. my Have face. a great day. <laughs> Sedona, my face. Sedona, my face. <laughs> so stupid. It's beyond stupid. <laughs> the fact the dude's proud enough to go, all right, let me just get on my keyboard and email that little gem over to some friends. <laughs> Shane, that's a terrible joke, but well done. <laughs> because there are people now going back to St. Louis or wherever the hell they're from, <laughs> Minneapolis. Jesus, did you hear that? Their humor is very juvenile. It's like a cow town down there. They're... It's the Wild West, but they're all kind of idiots. Now, if they'd have their catalytic converter stolen as well, they'd never speak well of Phoenix again. And we need more of that. Some guy emailed the other. Oh, I'm such a dick. He moved here from somewhere else. Now he's trying to keep people out. Yeah, just like all white people do. We move, we settle, and then we try to keep the Browns out. That's it. That's what we do. Haven't you seen history ever? We establish, and then we look around and go, that's enough. And then we start kicking the people that would have been us out. You're too late. You go to a club. These new boys come into town. Look, if I start a club and I can't get in, I can't get in, and I finally get in, I don't want all those people outside to get in too. 
I want that. I want that exclusivity. Uh, exclusivity. Yeah. Look what oh, happened yes. to Rome. Exactly. And now what is it? It's a tourist attraction. It's the worst thing in the world. Tourists ruined it, and now that's all that's allowed there. Dump. You know what you can do, dude who said that about me? Sedona, my face. Yeah. <laughs> I got him. I got him, you guys. He's in a, I hope he's all right. I hope he doesn't drown in a puddle of his tears. <laughs> Sedona, my face. Yeah, oh, God. That's the, uh, that's the progressive you may be turning into your parents <laughs> joke. But yeah, keep that keep that up though, because we need this. We need these people to to know that we mean business about them never coming back. It's too there's, perfect. This there's week. a good chance they'll bring that up, no matter who's out of town. They'll oh. bring up Sedona and then just whammy Sedona, my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then walk away like you just did something, like you just accomplished. Just like a, mic drop that. Oh, oh, enjoy the ride home and you slay, jackass Sedona, my face. <laughs> what do you think? Should we go there? Yeah. <laughs> I hear that people are pretty verbally abusive with rather terrible humor. It's like being surrounded by a whole bunch of Trevor Noahs. <laughs> Who wants that? It's not. But it's too. We have Dave Bessler here. You're gonna. He's our COO or is he CFO? He's CFO. CW. He's got a lot of initials. Yeah. Where's a buffalo hat with horns on? I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah he's one of the poobahs, and he's coming in town. He does it every Phoenix Open, and uh, I got to give him credit because he always says I want to go back. But this is tough. Like the Minnesota he lives in had that bomb cyclone. It's been like zero for a month. Yeah. And you come stand in this, you come in 80 degrees and play golf for a week and go to the open and realize this is how it is here. We need you people out. Sedona my face, strangers. (laughs) Poor Sedona. I feel bad because that's their lifeblood. That beautiful, tranquil, gorgeous place is loaded with assholes for this whole week. And you talk about it being nice here. When it's 80 here... It's 68 there. It's stunning. It's just perfect. I, like, I feel sorry for Sedona people because this. Like Canada's eyeballing We think traffic's us. bad. Oh, they have one road. I know. It's Poor bastards. Yeah, so we got to get them out of here. So let's all be rude. Come on. Step up the rude game. Sedona, my face, is the maybe in red dirt. Write that on your shirt today. Sedona, my face. Shane. And he was so proud. He, he emailed it to us. And all of us. Like, it's yeah. you, it's me, yeah. Toledo. Got, we all got a copy of that one. He's like, I need this to be in multiple locations. Multiple hands need to see it. Swithbert, our uh, listener who's uh, tried, dabbled in comedy and then magic. magic. Yeah, and then his, I don't know, his sex trafficker. I don't know who this guy was. What? But, oh, well, I, I made fun of him because I'm like, nobody likes street magicians. It's awful. Like, nobody wants to be accosted by a street magician. So I said, Swiftbert, you got to just quit. Quit what you're doing. And, and it's me knowing the guy a little bit and giving him ribs because he's, he's never been that – like, he came out for our golf tournaments at the Heckle Hole and we give him a chance every once in a while. And he was so bad. He like was worse. Elroy bad? Uh, Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Uh, yeah, wow, it was pretty close to Gilroy bad. I don't know if it was Gilroy bad, but it was bad. Okay, and then occasionally Swithbert will go, "Hey, that was a good one," like, but it's never on the mic, right? 
So then he decides he's going to become a local magician, which is worse than local artist. Like the word local being in front of whatever you have, better have craftsmen after it or like something good. It's good tricks, but you, you no. can't pull them out. Come on. Nobody wants to be bothered by a magician unless you're at a magic show, like street magic. Sedona my face. Yeah, that's right, Ray. <laughs> Sedona my face, local magicians. So he said that he would gladly, because he recognized my fear. Well, anyway, I, I made fun of him, and then some guy emails me and said that I was horrible to him. and Because like, I said, I, I think I told, like, he said something about him killing himself. Or, this, I mean, there's no pride in life as a local magician. Just step off the planet. So I made jokes about that. Oh, and I also said it's akin to being a sexual predator, something like that. Oh. I don't know. It was pretty vague. But uh, the guy's like, I can't believe you would say such, and he comes down on me like his dad. And I'm like, I don't know who you are. You need to apologize to Swithbert. And Swithbert emails me, like, so what's going on? I'm like, what is this dude's deal? He's all over me. And uh, I said, your, your sex trafficker is bothering me. You're, you know, you guys in your child sex ring because you're a street magician. You got something you're hiding. And, uh, and he jokes around about it. He goes, I'm fine. I'm sorry. I'll he called him off. So he calls him off. And then Swithbert texts me. He goes, because he now knows people hate it. He's going to go out and do street magic in the parking lot of the Phoenix Open, which is not a bad idea. Good on him. Yeah, that's really annoying and awful, and nobody wants it. So we go out there, and he's got a trick where, evidently, at the end of the trick, you're holding a prosthetic dick. <laughs> and you don't even know. You're, you're like, it's in your hand. And you're like, ah. Oh! And he said, I can lube it up and make it all weird. And I'm like, absolutely. If you can... Pull that off. If you can pull that off, that's the Sedona, my face of magic. I think it's gold. We need video of this. Yeah, but get us the, yeah. Swiftworth dropped off a cool little gift for uh, my birthday. No kidding. He he found it in a garage sale. Sure. It was nice. Uh, It was an old tennis poster. There was a tennis tournament back in the day in like, I forget the year, but it was signed by the players. It's a a, um, sketch. Yeah, and there's only it's 85 of 100. Oh wow! I mean, but Ivan, uh, Ivan Lendl, holy cow, that's nasty good. Nastasi, some old school good. tennis pros. Eli um, Nastasi was known for giving oh. the finger to the crowd back well, in the day. Fun. He was the original. He'd get mad at the match and flip the crowd, <laughs> flip the crowd off, off, and they called him nasty. This is tennis trash. Yeah, so but I was kind of he knew I nice. was a tennis guy. Sure. What a lovely gesture! And then it disappeared right before right. my eyes. Just, it turned into <laughs> flash paper. It was a neat trick. And now, now you have a pet dove, which is weird. Nobody wants that. <laughs> and a that. dildo in my hand. Yeah. <laughs> I'm holding a dick and I've got this dove i got to feed. No longer capable of being on its own. So uh, it's, uh, yeah. So Sedona, my face, the magic dick trick, and uh, Brady's love of Swiftbird. I think those three things <laughs> are enough to keep people away. But yeah, Bessler's in town. He's going to talk about this and we're going to have to deal with him. And all I want him to know is that if it, if Brady, you're golfing with him today. Yeah. Might not be a bad idea to just go, here's what we do here in the big city. If you think about moving here, and then just take a street <laughs> right in front of Bessler, and he'd be like, oofda, because they're from Minnesota. That's how they start every sentence. <laughs> oh, oofda. Holy moly. What are you doing there, Braids? That's smoking. That's smoking. It's so hot. What are you doing? Hey, Bessler, you taking street <laughs> yet? Holy moly. Oofda. So we'll see if we can get Bessler to tell everybody back home. Because you're not just telling the people that are stick- thinking about staying. You're telling the people that are going back who watched it on TV. They're the ones I'm worried about. The ones who are actually in their igloos in Rochester, New York, looking at this TV this weekend for the Phoenix Open and seeing perfect. This is the best it's looked in a long, long, long time. And it looks good. Oh, I, I, a lot another, of Buffalonians on their way out. And I just don't want it. 
a good idea would be to talk about how bad the border is. And if you're coming from out of state, there's a good chance you'll get pushed back into Mexico. Oh, brave. You're, you're like foreigners coming in. If you're willing to do it, go to Home Depot, throw a couple hundred bucks out, drive them up to the open parking lot and just drop them off. <laughs> have them milling around. Just people walking around from, you know, the border. Oh, they do have a crisis on their hands. <laughs> Oofta, oofta, would you look at this? The crisis, it's right up here in this area. Oh, no. <laughs> P.O., the comedian that was on in the December. Hey, it's P.O., did somebody say horrible jokes? You get it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to do my part. Call Gilroy and Swithbert, and we'll do a comedy show uh, just for out-of-towners. They'll be out of here in no time. Get it? <laughs> All right. P.O., always get it, P.O. Oof to the comedy. I'm holding this dick. There's street poos. What's going on here? Yeah, so I'm all about like driving them out of town. But I'm more worried that we are nice to them and they go back and say everyone was nice and tell the igloo people that didn't make it out that there's this paradise out west. Because that's the, my friend who's in Rochester, New York, so like, I'm thinking about coming back. And I'm like, yeah, because it sucks where you are. That's when you moved there, you knew it sucked. And now it's starting to eat you alive. And he sees this on TV. He's going to Stay there, out. Steve. Keep, yeah, leave your ideas there, Steve. <laughs> don't go. Don't go cooking. John, I'd rather West watch. the Mississippi. John, I'd rather watch Brady's IG instead of a street magician. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Brady's <Mike>. Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. Welcome to Arizona. <laughs> if, you, if that was a, a prison torture. Like, you want a street magic or Brady's Instagram? You're like, that's easy. <laughs> Give me that Instagram page. Uh, anyway, so happy Phoenix Open. It's officially kind of starting today. And, and uh, good. And everybody can go, uh, you know, jerk off with Larry Fitzgerald, the city's biggest star for no reason at all. Now, he's the new Alice Cooper. Larry he, Fitzgerald. Yeah, he's the go-to guy. The news last night. And uh, you're, uh, sports reporters in this town uh, – Look, you've been relegated down to like 17 seconds of a newscast. Nobody cares about you. Uh, the radio guys are a little different or the, you know, the, the internet people and stuff. Like Bickley, Murata have some, some push, I think, uh, as much as I hate to say again, but ding dong. Those guys are actually stuff people listen to and t- take credence. And so they do it for a living. There's weight to what they say. <laughs> the dude that does Channel 12's news, and he's a nice guy, he seems nice. He's forced by his bosses to go do happy, fun jerk-off stories about Larry Fitzgerald. And at the end, you got to remember, your audience isn't all in. They're all kind of mamby-pamby older ladies. And he's like, I don't know, talking to Larry, I think we can kind of put to rest that he's ever going to come back. I'm like, stop saying that. Stop wishing for a 40-year-old to be on your team. Nobody wants a 40-year-old man to come back. I don't know, John, the Olympics this year. No. Some old people winning events. And there's also Michaela Schifrin who (laughs) has wiped out like crazy and made me realize last night why I have turned a corner in the last probably four Olympics to be singularly focused on the failures. I don't care at all about victories. They're supposed to win. Good for you. I don't get heartfelt moments. They have trained me through coverage that the only thing that matters and the only memorable thing that happens in the Olympics is falling down. And it goes back all the way to when I was a kid when Eric Hyden was a speed skater and I think 80 or 84. I don't remember which it was. But he was like this – just the most amazing skater. And his sister died 
like a week before the games, and they Jeez. wouldn't stop asking him about it. And I, I was a kid, and I'm like, "Geez, let him go. He's just let him skate for crying out loud." How can you do this? And he and he fell, and you could see he just fell apart. Four years later, when he was over it, he won some medals. Uh, remember the. Uh, Oh, in my whole life, I, I've been indoctrinated to failure through the Olympics. The Dan Decker. and well, yeah. What do you remember most, Mary Lou? Uh, Ola, what was her Ola, name? The, no. Bud or no? Who uh, tripped? Zola Bud. Zola Bud. Yeah, Zola yeah. Bud accidentally tripped Mary Decker. Accidentally, I know that was the big rumor because <laughs> she's some barefoot heathen from some <laughs> European dump, and she trips our clipped her. Clipped her, and she's down on the ground sobbing her eyes out. Don't remember anything else. The Olympics were like, oh, the, 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 the victories were so beautiful. What a touching moment. No. And the touching moments are all surrounded with, with tragedy porn. Everything's tragic. So she goes down. Dan and uh, the McDonald's ad, those two decathletes. Well, the two. Oh, yeah. And then they both, one of them didn't Dave qualify. and Dan. Dave and Dan, yeah. And the one guy failed, and they Complete just. Complete flop. Camera goes right in his face to watch him cry and mcdonald's too they were like yeah. the stars of the olympics before the olympics and the guy didn't even make it so michaela schifrin dumped out twice like she's the big super skier like one of the greatest ever we had one redemption well no they let her sit on the snow for 25 minutes was that how night. long it was yeah. I, I saw her yeah. sitting there for i'm like i came back what about Is this the next? highlights? What or about no? the rest of the event she was the last on the hill okay had been. didn't look like anyone was cleaning so. up no, twenty-five <laughs> minutes. She got to cry for the cameras, and I'm like, "This is what they want. Get her off the hill. Yeah, move her. Put her in a tent that's quiet. Twenty-five minutes, and the cameras were right there. To well, watch she didn't every stop tear. crying. No, and then they interviewed they her. Talking, she's bawling. They interviewed her right after, like more of that. How this, are you going to get back on the hill? This whole because th- she's still got the super G, whatever that she's is. She's got three more. Oh, things. she's she's. They they wanted the tears. They got oh, the yeah. tears. They milked the tears. And I'm like, they don't care about the wins. That's that's an aside for uh, you know edits of quick clips and like people celebrating because you're supposed to have it. And then the agony of defeat is what they really want. You don't remember any Olympics for anything more. And Tanya Harding hitting Nancy Kerrigan wasn't even at the Olympics yet, but that's the highlight of that year. Uh, all the tragedy. So far, the uh, of the 49 athletes I've seen interviewed or the stories – 48 of them had cancer, mm-hmm. and one had his skull right. uh, removed from an accident, a rollover. <laughs> the, and he got a medal yet last The time. Paralympics have less tragedy <laughs> in their history than what's There's going on. There's a lot right. of cancer I mean, They in there. find everything. But, but Michaela Schifrin sitting there, and I'm and, you know, I'm a little drugged up right now, and I've got this surgery thing, and I'm like, get up off the ice. Hey, show some class for the rest of the, the, uh, the competition. I don't know if there's supposed to be somebody after you, but at the very least, go hide this. I got There was other people that need to practice. Twenty five minutes. That's they let her sit time. up there, and it was all for the TV. And I'm like, well, this is why I watch for the, that that Russian skater. When you told me that he was holding that lady over his head and they fell, yeah, I sought that Did out. You see oh, that? I had to go seek it yeah. out. It was amazing. Every time somebody falls, I'm like, this is how it's so close to, to a flat out head drop. Yeah. And I don't, you know, America winning the Olympics to me is. I'm very. We did have the one. Um, uh, Chen in the uh, free ice skating, the yeah. free dance or whatever. Great. The highest score ever in the Olympics. So what? It was a flawless routine. The John. night before, he was disappointing and he fell down and stuff. Something happened to him in another tournament and they were like, oh, I don't know if he's going to, I don't know. Like they set it up. They to build be, it up, yeah. It's all garbage. But it's all based on the idea that it's tragedy first 
and then you have to overcome it. The Olympics are, you know, and, and the, I love, uh, you know, the USA chant and all that. I get all America first and all this stuff too. But uh, I like when the other – I don't cheer for any other nations. I root for all of them. I don't want them to get hurt, but I want them to fall down a lot, a lot. I want embarrassment. Especially in the final run or the – Yeah, because it's not fun to come in here the next day and go, just see that wonderful uh, Jimmy Chen or whatever his name yeah. is do that beautiful ice dance. You see the dude that fell down. Quads everywhere. Tanith Belbin was the star of the Olympics uh, a few years ago because she was a ice dancer could not keep her – Uniform out of the crack of her ass, and she was gorgeous. And I just the problem uh, none. Oh, okay, right. that, and they didn't win a medal, and I didn't care. She was the only one I remembered from the entire Olympics. She was Canadian. Who was she? Tanith Belbin, and she's and now you look at her now. She does the uh, uh, she does the play by play for ice skating now with uh, Weir. Know. I don't know if it's Johnny Weir or who, but I don't know who's in there. But she does a lot of the a lot of the NBC work. But she's beautiful. She was gorgeous back then. Her ass and those suits were. I just found her to be perfect. That's all you remember from the Olympics. And Katharina like, Vitt. We haven't won any. Uh, we haven't won any of the tournaments. We haven't done any of the golds. We haven't done. Uh, so what? We sent. What we have four hundred athletes there. We're going to win mostly two hundred twenty-three. Is that? I think it's more than that. I think it's over three hundred. We have. Uh, Maybe it was up. Either way, That's we have more than almost everybody. And they're always like in the medal count. It's China, the United States, and Germany. Norway's going to win them all. I know. Tanith looks pretty smoking, right? Yeah. Whoever sends the most is going to win the most. You're in the most. You're in the most events. You're more likely going to win more medals than other countries. So that whole medal, medal count is stupid. And it's always the countries that sent the most. Norway sends like 600 people because they ski the hell out of that place. The Olympics are weird. So there is a do there. That's it. I mean, that's it. Kind of huddle together and uh, and ski. They are, you know, they look for that miracle on ice moment and. Those are amazing, they and that because that's a real struggle. sport. But that's the reason that that's a real sport. That's what they want. Hockey's a real sport. You don't need tragedy to sell it. Nobody, the sports that no one watches outside of the Olympics are the ones where they drag in cancer grandma or crashes or whatever. The, the ski jump, nobody's looking at that in an off year. You only watch that in the Olympics. So you have to come up with a guy like Eddie the Eagle, who's mildly retarded, and they're pushing him down the hill, and then they make movies about him because why? Not because he was such a great ski jumper, because he was kind of retarded. And they wanted to make sure that. So the whole point of the Olympics is on on hockey. We already know about how great that is. We don't need tragedy porn for that. You need tragedy porn for the downhill skiers that nobody pays attention to. What happened to them in the last four years? Nobody cares. And then let them sit there for twenty uh, half an hour, the length of an entire South Park episode. Past never seen before. Crying. I don't think unless the person was injured and they had to cart right. them off. Nope, she was just sad. Her feelings were hurt. Because it was five seconds into the run. Yeah. Yeah. And she sat there for 25 minutes. And they let her. I guess she must have been last. But even still, you you got to get off the get off the course. You can't do that. Even in pickleball, if you have like a terrible pickleball tragedy, and 25 minutes later, somebody from the things will be like, hey, all right, you want to, let's get out of here. They're, they're going to encourage you to get off. You're, you're making everybody feel weird. Think about after the uh, Super Bowl. Some guys might... Sit there on the bench after sure. you know, the big game or the you know losing the championship game. Yep, not that long. No, they, and usually they wait for the cameras to kind of. They disappear. might come back out afterwards. And plus, it's football. It's an established sport. You'll get the shots of the crying, and they go. I remember the New Jersey Devils cried after a Stanley Cup. It was a great game seven, and they showed the bench and a bunch of young guys sob, and I'm like, that's a moment right there. Uh, when they went back out 
after the commercials, the devils were gone. They didn't sit out there for 30 minutes. The Tariq Hill picture this year, of, or I don't know if it was Tariq Hill or who it was, the Chiefs, looking back, watching the celebration of, or the Bills, it was actually, it was a, a receiver for the Bills, looking back at the Chiefs celebrating at the end of the AFC Championship game last year. And they had that picture and somebody sent it to him. And it's a, he's like, that was, I, I will never forget that moment that's going to dry. And then, of course, they lose to the Chiefs again, so he's got another one now. But he didn't stand out there and cry the whole time. 25 minutes of crying. I've never cried for 25 minutes in a row about anything. I've had moments when I've been sad for a long time, but 24, you can mop it up and get it going again after about five minutes. I guess if I know if there's cameras on, too, oh, yeah. I don't, don't want to hang around Those are some for that. Endorsements. No, I can go in the other way. I know. I might start masturbating. Look away. At <laughs> <laughs> the lowest point of my life. Michaela is stripping down oh, right now. She's rubbing her bean. This is oh, this is the saddest. This is the lowest display of humanity you can imagine. She's masturbating and crying. She's lost all control of her facilities. Is she taking a street? <laughs> she sure is, Bob. Jim, is that yellow snow? Oh, she's leaking all over the place. Oh, God. Oh, she's pulled out a rogue tampon. She's oh, she's chucking it at the spectators. <laughs> She's lost all control. <laughs> at the lens of the camera. <laughs> He's rubbing it in our NBC cameras. And brought to you by Progressive. It's just a terrible, terrible thing that's happening. But it doesn't have to be terrible. You can save 15% or more on your insurance. <laughs> she wrecked the Progressive <laughs> yeah. drone. Yeah. Oh, it's just terrible what's going on. Just keep the cameras on her. Let her sit in the snow for hours. So thank you, Olympics, for making me realize I don't care about the wins. I'm only here for the memories. And all the memories are bad things. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Nothing good. Broken legs, weightlifters in the summer who have the thing crush them. Nobody, it, man, it seems like it's longer and longer every year to get to the actual competition. Oh, it's a drag. Like, get to the yeah, game. It's a drag. But that poor Cameron guy on Channel 12, going back to that, talking about Larry Fitzgerald, he had to follow him around all day at the Open. Do we have any other good celebrities in town? I know Larry's a good one. Yeah. But who else is at this pro-am that everybody's fawning over? Do you know the list? I don't. I don't either. And it's not like they were going crazy letting me know how many people. I mean, the Glenn Campbell's dead. He can't be out there anymore. I'm sure Alice Cooper will drag his old Oh, you know he's out there. Oh, we it would be back to back. That. because Although, that's great for my plan for the Sedona My Face, is that, that's the, that we keep dragging Alice Cooper out. That, unfortunately, still impresses Midwestern 50-year-old Tommy Bahamagas. Alice Cooper was there. I mean, this place Well, that's was, the problem. Then I they're going to really want to move here. Yeah. He's everywhere. You got a couple of celebs that will show up, hopefully get in the mix that I know of, like Kevin Sorbo. I'm trying to find a list. Okay. He'll if you go out of your way like, to see Kevin Sorbo, look, I can go down to the Wetzel's Pretzels probably, hang around for a couple hours and see Kevin Sorbo. They show up to get in. Oh, yeah. He'll get, yeah, try to play. Is there any uh, cancellations? I'd like to be out there. I'm available. Yeah, I don't, the Pro-Am is, I don't know who's there. Maybe a couple of country singers that I don't know, so mildly... Uh, well, low-level IQ people can wander you'll around. Probably, you'll have representation of uh, coyotes. Wow, really? Merc. I don't Ooh. think the coyotes will be out there. They're in season. 
It depends. Sometimes yeah. they try to schedule around like there. The donor will be out there. Shane oh, yeah, Dome, yeah, like he's former Coyotes yep. and Roenick and maybe Bissonette. Dan Marley. And Marley's on the list. Sure, no, but I'm sure. Probably you right. know. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yep. So it's local. So it's only things that impress you locally. And even then, I've seen Dan Marley in the movies. He ruined a movie BJ for me. Who's, who goes into an empty theater, sees somebody sitting in the very back row, and goes and sits in the same row? I tell you who does it. Dan goddamn Marley does. That's who. And he wanders his girlfriend up there. I was about to get a mouth hug. He was thinking the same yeah, thing. Yeah, he's like, what's this okay. clown doing up here? <laughs> they were the only ones in there. He knew. You could have Eiffel Towered over What kind of, of bro tactic is that? I thought you were a player. I've heard Different stories. Row, bro. I have heard stories about Dan Marley. He took a girl from my high school out on a date once. When he was playing, she was like 18. She was legal, but I mean, we went to high, and she took him out, and she's like, man, all he was doing was trying to, everything was sex. And of course it was. He was a pro athlete at the peak of his game. He was trying to nail you. I just didn't like it because he was so forward about it. You know, he can get it from pretty much anywhere. If you're not going to give it up, you're getting out of the car. Yeah. It's 1994. You're pretty much done here. I just wanted to talk. Yeah, it was 92 or 93. It was right when he was like, he was gigantic. Thunder. Yeah. Thunder Thunder Dan. Dan. I'm sitting in the top row of this movie, Mouth Hug Central, about to go down. And I'm like, oh, oh somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. I'm like, oh, it's Dan Marley because he's like 6'7". You, you can't miss him. And he just keeps walking up the stairs. And I'm like, is he coming up here? Mother, he's going to sit by us. All right, wrap it up. What is happening? And then Marley sits there and watches some st- – I don't even know if the movie was any good. But I, we told him when he came on the show that time, like, yeah. he wrecked a mouth hug for me. <laughs> you did know. Pick another row. Plenty of, t- plenty of room in that row. Who sits Pro five code. seats away? <laughs> it wasn't assigned seating then. Jerk. So if I saw Marley out there at the open, I'd have a few words. I'd just, Again. Just hang around the window of where he is. Like, hey. Just poking my head in. You getting a mouth hug? Let me see. You get to watch half of mine. It was terrible, Dan Marley. That's my local. So you can see him in a movie theater wrecking a mouth hug. It's not fun to watch him golf. <laughs> if Barkley doesn't go out there, that would be a great guess. He might. I doubt it. He's got his TNT stuff going. Like, if he uh, can squeeze that in, he usually tries to get out it there. It would be fun. I, I've never seen him at the Pro-Am here. That would be a huge get. And they've never Like Bill Murray oh, does, he... the, does the, the Pebble Beach one. and Barkley does uh, Tahoe. That's his big pro-am. That's the one he plays in. I don't think he does the day. Maybe Chris O'Donnell will be out here. He's a big uh, golfer. You know. uh, Looks like Michael Phelps. Star. Phelps. Yeah, there he goes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. No kidding. Yeah, firebomb that place. Uh, <laughs> Josh Dumel. Josh Dumel. Uh, Walker Good. Bueller and Reggie Bush have been added. A couple of the Diamondbacks. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, that's not a terrible list. But, I mean, do you really want to follow him around and watch him golf more than a hole or two? Jack Wagner. He, he loves those things. <laughs> wow, is he alive? <laughs> General Hospital's Jack Oh, Lack yeah. From the 80s? Oh, he plays in all those. Brady, uh, nobody knows who that is. I, Who's I'm following Jack you. Wagner? <laughs> if you're celebrity. He might be on the list. Check it out. Okay, I but if, I, don't put him on the list anymore. If your celebrity <laughs> list includes Jack Wagner, you have a bad list. All I need the, oh. is little more time to be sure what I feel isn't all in my mind. Yacht Rock one-hit wonder, Jack Wagner, now on the tee. Who? Maybe my guy Jay Feely's in it. That's probably true. But do you want to watch Jay Feely go? Are these celebrities? 
We've really lowered the bar. Like, give me some TikTok stars or something, an influencer. Give me Kim One Petras. of the Paul brothers. Give me a Paul brother. Appeal to a new generation. That would uh, pack the house there. Of course it would. That's a great get. Yeah, give me a Paul brother. Give me one of those guys. There's Jack Wagner singing for Brady and his like. <laughs> this is Brady's ill. That's at the bird nest last year. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> right before Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so my, is my mom in the front row? They're <laughs> singing on General Hospital. What a dream boat. To be sure. Where did you pull this one out of your ass from? Because this is who a celebrity is to him. you got to remember, he's who we're trying to keep out. These are the people that came from Ohio. And, and That guy plays in that AT&T Pebble Beach every year in that Tahoe thing. Brady, you're the he's only one who knows job. that. You're the only one who pays attention to Jack Wagner's game. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else cares. Dude's got game, Oh, he's man. pissing off this dude. doesn't seem to this is a clip from like the late 80s. Yeah. Yeah. That was when Jack Wagner had, you know, didn't need assistance like I do to walk from A to B. He's got to be 70 years old. That's a 33-year-old clip and he's starting to push 50 there. He came to the Ohio State Fair. Of course he did. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> this is the reason you know him. And the one, the oh. family that I'd go there with, the daughter wanted to meet Jack Wagner and no one would go back there and... uh I went back there with her, and she was probably 13 at the time. Married her. And Jack Wagner grabs her hand and just looks her right in the eye. Thank you for coming. Nice. And she was just in Lord. love with him. This is why. Now that we get to the bottom. This Jack is why. Wagner. I watched the master. Because Brady has like these celebrity mentions every once in a while, and they all end up being a personal meet and greet. Uh, with You know, like when you meet. Cole big Meany. time celebs, Cole Meany. Cole Meany was a big Sherman one. Helmsley. Well, that I don't know that story. And then uh, I'll take that one. Yeah, what's the George other Jefferson? One? Who on. was the, the? He just recently passed away. That you wouldn't shut up about the character actor on TV. That oh, uh, uh, he ended up having but, TV career. You had a stake with him. You wouldn't shut up about this guy for ages. You're th- you're crossing over. He's still alive. Rex Lynn. Rex Lynn. Superstar I thought he died. Rex- no. no his Who's career that? did. Th- exactly. But Brady's like, you guys know Rex Superstar Lynn. Rex Lynn. And so <laughs> he, when he meets him, all of a sudden their celebrities were th- with, of note. So I, I met him. I didn't know I met him. So I then, jokingly said oh. the celebrity lookalike to him. And I go, hey, you were great in that movie Cliffhanger. And he's like, thank you. That was one of my first roles. Holy crap. He was actually in the guy, yeah. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he became Brady's like most notorious mention. <laughs> now we know the Jack Wagner story. Jack Wagner will be there. Because it's always on the tip of his tongue. He's one of the guys he knows. But Sherman Hensley, how'd you, yeah, how'd you meet him? That was at the Barrett-Jackson auction. Okay. He was, uh, had to walk in the people. Years ago, they had asked me to and my friend to, to walk the people the Wednesday night auction. And uh, Gary Busey oh, and all those. We're all so the, different. You know, oh, <laughs> hilarious. I would have been so offended if somebody said, you want to walk real people into the Bear Jackson and put them in their seats? We and were like, supposed to no. we security. You're not security. Not, no, we weren't. <laughs> but basically, we're the uh, people that get them out of the car and get them to their table. You were the ones that were making sure that they were A to B. Rather than drifting off or getting yeah. accosted by an you're autograph. Like, on the red, the red carpet, you're like, okay, they're done here. You were, it wasn't that big of a deal. You but. were the third nephew at the wedding that yep. had Digby given a job. Somebody offered that to you, and you said yes. 
They said they need help. Ugh. <laughs> and you probably you're took welcome, trades for Allison. That. Did you take trades? No, no, no. I did that for free. Come on, free. Charlie. Well, yeah, it's I got to meet Busey oh, and Sherman. And, you know, you're gonna meet them anyway. friends. It's a lifetime of stories. I got to. I got Jack Wagner's autograph <laughs> and a Jack sock. All I need, Jack Wagner. This guy. Okay, well, for those of you people who want to follow Jack Wagner around, uh, the handicap parking is right there by the front of the entrance. <laughs> Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 602-585-9800, a good one, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. K-U-P-D. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.